You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily fantasy football podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iyer, and when I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to the site now. Check out all our good fantasy football preseason content, uh, rankings, sleepers, draft advice. Uh, I've got the rookie rankings up there. I'll have the strategy advice and uh, tips column there for your 2019 snake drafts and standard and PPR. So check out all that good stuff as you continue your draft preparation. We continue here breaking down the teams across the NFL here. Team by team, we're almost done. We're at the Chargers already. So that means uh, one more team tomorrow, the Raiders, just as they come off their first appearance on Hard Knock. So good team to talk about tomorrow. We'll close the week doing a roundup here of the news and notes, and we'll have uh, also some games to talk about there on Thursday night, some good things to break down there for you from the Thursday games, uh, the opening preseason game for most teams, the Broncos and Falcons already played, so we'll do some news notes, keep you caught up there, and incorporate what happened in those games as well, so we'll have that uh, takeaways on Friday for you, and a news and notes uh, package there for you before the games kick off on Thursday. Let's dive right into today's team. That's the Chargers. And we start where we always do on every team, the quarterback spot. And we start with Phillip Rivers. He's still going strong here. There's no signs of him slowing down or being benched or anything like that or having a replacement groom. They don't have one, really. So when you look at it, uh, Phillip Rivers coming off a pretty good season. Tyrod Taylor is now his backup, so solid backup situation there. But we know Rivers doesn't miss games. Last year, when he went through all 16 games, 4308 passing yards, 32 TDs, 12 interceptions. Typical gunslinging, solid year. The 215-2 baseline that he gives you every week. One of the more consistent performers there in fantasy football. Surprisingly, that has him ranked outside of the top 12, which would be the QB1s in a 12-team leagues. He's at number 16 there, according to expert rankings on Fantasy Pros. He's 16th also in ADP, so people are taking him as that top-level QB2. And uh, that, in relation to where he finished the season last year at QB, you're looking at somewhat in relation to that, he was number 11, so... People are down on him there a little bit based on what his production was last year. And we would think the production is only going to go up. And there are several reasons for that. You have Hunter Henry locked in. You have Mike Williams now as your number two receiver who has the number one upside. Keenan Allen is a machine there. He had only six touchdowns last year. Williams, however, had ten. So right there you have a good baseline. Half the touchdowns came from there. Keep in mind, at tight end, they really didn't uh, produce in the same way. So, yeah, Antonio Gates, he only had a couple touchdowns. Virgil Green with one. But Hunter Henry, we know we were all in 
on as a big sleeper last year. He's got that momentum here as a top six to eight tight end here in 2019. We'll talk about those guys in a minute, but the weapons are certainly there for Rivers. If they pivot more to Austin Eckler, and we'll talk about that situation as well, there's opportunities in the passing game to build on that. He does use the backs to score touchdowns pretty well. They combined for seven last season. So overall, when you look at it, the big vacation of targets is Tyrell Williams. He had 65 targets, 41 catches, 653 yards, and five TDs. He moves on here to the rival Oakland Raiders here, and we'll talk about him tomorrow. So there's really the departure there, but expect Hunter Henry to have a much bigger role than Green and Gates did last year. Green's still around as the next receiver. Travis Benjamin, remember, can step in and fill the void of what you got from Tyrell Williams pretty well. He only had uh, 24 targets in uh, 12 games last year, 12 for 186 and a touchdown there. So he can uh, pick up some of the slack there of Tyrell Williams. Mike Williams should be a bigger factor as well, as he only started five games last year. He'll be regular 43 receptions for him so much bigger role for him Benjamin should be back in the mix there more as a number three Henry will be more prominent so everything is ticking upward for Philip Rivers and I think with the Melvin Gordon situation which will transition to nicely here that uh, the holdout seems to be real and that would tend to make the Chargers even more of a passing team and they want to be a running team and gritty at heart with Anthony Lynn but their weapons dictate that they should open things up and really light up the scoreboard. We know it really helped them in games against the Steelers and Chiefs that were critical to their playoff push last year. They're going to be right there with the Chiefs battling for the AFC West. And a lot of it is because of their ability to score a ton of points. You look at last year, I mean, the Chargers lit things up completely. They were the number six scoring offense in the NFL. So, very good at putting up points, and I think they have more potential to do so, and that's why you would like Philip Rivers more in 2019. And uh, it's kind of interesting that still unheralded there with the 16th ranking versus uh, him finishing five spots better last season. So I think he is a QB1 in my mind. At running back, we know Melvin Gordon is looking for more money. We know the Chargers are not going to budge. We also know the Chargers like Eckler and Jackson. They were 4-0 with them last year. Everyone kind of flocked to Eckler when Jackson went down, or when Gordon went down last year and didn't play his four games. Eckler was very good, but more of a scat back, receiving back type. Jackson was very good with some uh, big yardage games overall when Gordon was out, so... You'll see a committee there, which makes it a little bit more frustrating. But I think if they know Gordon is out, I think you'll see Eckler in a more prominent role overall. Eckler, he was involved when Gordon was on the field. And you look at the touches last year for Eckler was was 145, only 65 for Jackson. So even in relation, while Gordon was out, Jackson was used then. But Eckler was going to be a big part of this offense. They liked his versatility. He's a very efficient runner. 5.2 yards per carry, actually was better than Gordon's offensive line is pretty good. He's a more dynamic receiver. Look at it, he had 39 catches for 404 yards and three TDs. And very efficient there, caught 39 and 53 targets. Well, 50 of 66, he only got 490 and four TDs from Gordon. So, you know, that role Eckler can be special when you look at it overall. 
The touchdowns were Melvin Gordon's big thing at 14. That's going to be the harder thing to replace because it can be a committee there. You look at Eckler, 958 from scrimmage and 6 TDs. You would expect that to go close to 1,200, while Jackson sees a big bump from the 341 and 2. They could also go out and sign it back. Gordon could also come back. So it's tricky what to know to do with Gordon here. I mean, you have to look at him outside of the top tier of RBs anyway, if he was available. Right now, his uh, ranking is 13th, so out of the RB1 conversation. He's 80-piece. People are confident still that he's going to come back and do his thing. Is 9. That's more in line with what his value would be if he was uh, there available and healthy and doing things right in the Chargers offense. So there's still some optimism that he's coming back. That's why he's 13th. When you look at uh, where Eckler is going, it really hasn't changed too much, but he's cracked into number 37 here overall. So that is uh, pretty big. We're, we're looking at Eckler right there at the uh, RB3 status. I think he was a little bit further down than that, given Gordon can be a workhorse and Eckler's touches can be limited. But Eckler certainly on the rise. He's kind of peaked out there. I know he's got some standalone value. Justin Jackson, he's going up more than Eckler at this point. He's 53rd at running back. So that's notable here that he's gone up nine spots since all this has happened there in the draft position, not too far behind uh, some of the top backups in the league. So I think it's just hard to determine where we're going to get some more clarity on Gordon if he's for sure sitting out. If not, I think he's definitely that top of the list for uh, RB2s. You draft him there. Right now, I think people are cautiously optimistic he'll be available, but we know things can turn rapidly with the James Conner situation, Le'Veon Bell from last year. The difference is the Chargers are okay going with this committee of Eckler and Jackson. They were 4-0 without Melvin Gordon last year, so it's something to keep in mind that they'll probably just go with the split. Be happy with it, giving they have a lot of high upside in their passing game. We'll go to talking about the Chargers wide receivers here in a moment. But uh, first, I got to tell you that it's easy to listen to uh, Locked On shows wherever you are, home or away. Just use your smart speaker. Just in your car with your commute and uh, driving around town, it's easy to listen to our show. All you do is say, play podcast Locked On fantasy football and uh, you'll get all the insights there convenient 25 minutes uh, good to go you are set with our fantasy football insight and knowledge of the day and we bring it to you on a daily basis here on lockdown fantasy football if you're a regular listener or new to the show uh, welcome in again and uh, take it in and there will be no nonsense fantasy football coverage for you the entire season here in 2019 We'll be right back here to look at the Chargers wide receivers and their upside for fantasy football. All right, let's uh, talk about the Chargers receivers. And this is very exciting to me because let's go to Keenan Allen first. And this guy continually is underrated. I think the biggest thing that people kind of diss him on is the touchdowns, but Never been a big touchdown guy, but he's firmly number 11 here. So in the wide receiver one range, 12 is his ADP. Last year, 136 targets, caught 97. So the PPR, very appealing, Keenan Allen. One 
1,196 yards and 6 TDs. So look, could could use a little bit more yardage there. And I think that can go up. The touchdowns can go up as well. He's just such a smooth route runner. I think he can make big plays as well. He's coming into his own. This is a big year for him. He's only 26 there. So there is uh, some higher upside that he can tap into. Kind of like Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams had the baseline of the touchdowns. Well, Keenan Allen has the baseline of the volume and yardage and now he needs to uh, score a little bit more and I think that certainly can be the case here in the red zone for the Chargers because other guys are going to start opening things up and Mike Williams what can you say about him he had 10 touchdowns last year consider this he had 10 touchdowns on only 66 targets caught 43 664 of them and this was only in five starts so Mike Williams kind of being uh Underdrafted a little bit. I think he's on the way steadily up here, given the touchdown potential there. I think he has a little Devontae Adams in him as well. So you could have two high-level wide receiver twos here on the Chargers here. and would not surprise anyone. Number 24 in the rankings is Mike Williams, 25th in ADP. So right there at the end of round two, well, Keenan Allen is in the beginning of round two. So it might be hard to get both these guys on your list, but they should be high priorities and uh, not forgotten about. I think sometimes... Chargers being on the left coast, uh, they don't get the attention there. But these two guys are awesome, great combination. They're going to play athlete each other. I mean, Williams, I mean, just look at that. I mean, the 66 targets, as we mentioned, the vacated 65 there from Tyrell Williams. So he can easily push for 100 targets here, maybe catch uh, 70 balls, have about uh, 1,100 yards, maybe a few less touchdowns with Allen getting more. But Still firmly in the conversation where these two guys' production could intersect and be very very similar, except uh, with Allen a little bit more juice because of the reception volume for PPR leagues. At the other receivers, I don't see too much. I mean, Travis Benjamin, again, you didn't really look at Tyrell Williams as more than an occasional matchup-based play, and that's what Benjamin could be. You could have a few moments in... Uh, Streaming situations when you're hurting in bye weeks looking for a wide receiver three. But overall, again, a lot is going to funnel through those two guys. And that's also why there's a reason they're going to have some big numbers here in 2019. Now let's examine Hunter Henry. He tore his ACL before he could even get going last season to be even a fantasy football relevancy. But all of a sudden, we're very aggressive on where he's going this year. I mean, Hunter Henry is right now number six at tight end, according to the expert consensus rankings. And there's just a lot of good vibes about him right now, that he's fully recovered, he's good to go, he can be a big playmaker. So right there in the tier with O.J. Howard and Evan Ingram as being having the appeal at tight end. I mean, lost a season, but he's fully healthy. We know what kind of player he was before when he played. I mean, going back to 2017, he caught 60 Right, had 62 targets, caught 45 of them for 4 TDs and 579 yards. So he was just getting surface scratching there in terms of big numbers. And he is very good at uh, catching his targets. He catches everything that comes his way. I think there's a little bit of Zach Ertz in him there. So I, I think this could be a very special season for Hunter Henry again. He's pretty much the third receiver in this option offense, the third option for Phillip Rivers there. So you can play off these guys. We know that Williams is going to be a beast at times in the red zone. 
Keenan Allen taking a lot of coverage attention. So in the middle of the field, Hunter Henry can get downfield and do his thing. So I really like what you can get from Hunter Henry here. I mean, if you look at the combined production from the Chargers wide or tight ends last year, 543 yards between Gates and Green. You had a solid 72 targets and three touchdowns. I would say he's going to push for 707 in that kind of range. And that's a pretty good baseline here for Hunter Henry. And we know the sky's the limit. He could, there's a potential to join the elite there at tight end, the top three, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Zach Ertz. Maybe need a little company. I think certainly Henry has just as good a chance as Evan Ingram and O.J. Howard to join that echelon with a breakout season here. He's just that good of a player all around. And again, that's going to boost Philip Rivers' value, but standalone, Hunter Henry is very special there now looking overall I think they'll do a good job of replacing Williams Tyrell Williams production again uh, they were in good position to do so Tyrell cashed in with the Raiders that's fine but it actually helps us here in fantasy football assess the value of Allen Mike Williams and Henry as being the top rotation here for Philip Rivers and the chances to put help him put up some big numbers this year so again if you look at it, uh, Allen and Mike Williams are wide receiver one, wide receiver twos. Hunter Henry firmly a wide receiver or tight end one. So all these guys, a lot of good value there from the Chargers passing game. And this offense with Anthony Lynn, it's in a total groove here with Phillip Rivers at the controls third year. It's the best offense that Rivers has been in. The production has been very good and very efficient for Rivers as well. So that's saying a lot. He's been with North Turner and some others, but you look at the numbers this late in his career with the weapons he has, Philip Rivers is in the best position to produce because of what he has at wide receiver and tight end on the front line. We'll be back in a moment to wrap things up looking at the Chargers' talented defense, a unit you cannot forget about here in fantasy football. But first, I got to tell you, make sure you check out the new Locked On NFL. It's on fire, folks. Last week, it was one of the most listened to NFL shows anywhere with the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock. Lockdown NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL, offering Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Lockdown NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. We'll be back here to put a bow on the Chargers by looking at their very talented defense. All right, uh, we don't spend a lot of time on defense, typically if a team doesn't have one, but the Chargers have a good one here, and we know they should be drafted in every league. They're number six, so smack dab in the middle of DST1s with an ADP of six at the position. Now, when you look at the Chargers last season, let's look at what they produced. I mean, this is a team that uh, has a lot of sack artists, has a lot of big-time playmakers in the secondary. Last year, the Chargers produced... 38 sacks, and I think that was a lower total for them, for sure. And that was a lot due to Joey Bosa missing nine games there. So Joey Bosa fully healthy to play more games. That's going to help. Melvin Ingram, I think, had a bit of a down year with his uh, seven sacks. So there's some potential there. With the interceptions, the Chargers hit only 13. But with Derwin James back there, Casey Hayward, there's going to have some bigger things. Desmond King as well. So those guys, uh, Hayward and King, Big-time defensive backs. You have Derwin James who can hover around, make some plays here. Uh, I really 
like uh, some of the depth of this uh, Chargers secondary. So I think there was a lot of plays left on the table for this team, but I think a healthy Bosa kind of is the straw that stirs this pot here with Ingram. He makes Ingram better. Bosa frees up things for Ingram. They both get to their quarterback a little bit better. I think they really like Uchan Nwosu. They're the second round pick from 2018. He's an outside linebacker. Now Thomas Davis gives them a little pop. The leadership they're on the second level there as well. But Hayward, James, and King, those are the three key guys here that can make some big plays on the back end. They hope to be better at the other safeties. And uh, hopefully they'll get a little bit more punch from Trevor Williams at the other corner. He definitely has that potential to make this a very good triumvirate with him and Hayward and King here. So some very good playmakers on the Chargers overall. We expect more from their defense, I think, their schedule, it starts tough with the Colts there in week one, so you're going to avoid probably playing them in a matchup like that. It's tough to avoid a defense right away. There, Colts don't give up a lot of sacks and all that, but overall, you look at uh, the Chargers, I mean, a lot of good uh, upside here with the full season from Bosa, and that's, that's the biggest difference here. You're still going to pick your spots to where you want to uh, play the Chargers, again, you can't play them in week one, but you might have a replacement there. But overall, you look at it, uh, I mean, you get the Lions in week two, a team that they can prey on a little bit. So right there, there's some value. The Texans give up a lot of sacks. So you get them to come to Los Angeles in week three. The Dolphins, that's a primo matchup there waiting in week four. So again, you got the Broncos a couple times uh, as well. So Everything lines up here for the Chargers to uh, put up some big numbers in most weeks. Pleasing to finish in the top half of fantasy football defenses in 2019. A lot of good individual parts, but really impressive whole piece there to look at here for the Chargers in 2019. And Derwin James, what a great rookie season he had. I mean, I love this kid. He's going to make a lot of plays. He's the number one, by the way, defensive back, 80 or ADP for IDP. He definitely is. He stands out there. He stuffs the stat sheet. What a player Derwin James is. Three and a half sacks. He contributed three interceptions, 105 tackles. So a machine in stuffing the stat sheet, which we're looking for in IDP leagues. And he's the absolute stud of this defense. And I mean, that's saying something when you have Bosa, Ingram, Hayward, and King flanking you all over the field. So Love the Chargers defense, play them in the right matchups, and you'll get rewarded for what they do here in 2019. So, in summary, Phillip Rivers should be a QB1. We're looking at him uh, more as a QB2, but that gives him good value. If you can get him like a QB2, I think you can get QB1 production. You'll get uh, wide receiver 2-like production for sure at the worst from uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams together. Would not surprise anyone if Mike Williams ended up outscoring Allen because of the touchdowns here. PPR, lean toward Allen, standard. Uh, Williams might get a little bit of lean here uh, overall as a sleeper that I can take instead. So that's something to keep in mind. Hunter Henry locked in as a tight end one and the Chargers defense as a defense special teams one. So good team to talk about. Exciting fantasy prospects all around here in Los Angeles and uh, Stability is there. Anthony Lynn, Gus Bradley, Philip Rivers. Everything is good to go and no mystery about how they're going to produce except for that little 
Melvin Gordon, elephant in the room. Again, Melvin Gordon, RB2. If he's in there, Austin Eckler and uh, Justin Jackson become more late RB2 flex plays should Gordon continue his holdout. Thanks for listening to Locked On Fantasy Football here in uh, 2019, getting you ready for the season. And uh, Charters, we're penultimate here with our team previews. We'll be closing them out tomorrow with the Raiders, so come back and check us out then. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this is Vinny Iyer. We'll see you next time.